Hey, and welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. This is the show where we explore all the areas in life that can help just bring happiness into your life. How can we get happier? How can we feel better? Whether it be moving our bodies, talking about nutrition, talking about mindset, just talking about exploring things that will make you feel good, basically. That's what this show is about. My name is Amanda McCormick. I am your host. I'm a yoga teacher, personal trainer, a nutrition coach, a woman's coach. I do marketing. I run my own business. A bunch of random things, but I am pretty content with how things are going and I feel like I just want to share a little bit about what made me happier and how it can help others because I have been in places where I haven't been so happy and I've worked through it by going within in a sense and that's kind of what this episode is all about. We're going to be talking about ways that I personally have overcome my anxiety and tools that I've used and I'm not talking about anxiety specifically on any level per se this can kind of resonate with anybody I think because these tools and techniques and things are just about bettering yourself and kind of changing your mindset and helping you cope as well so whether you experience anxiety on a small scale if you're diagnosed with a type of anxiety or even if you get panic attacks this episode is going to explore different ways from literally talking about foods we can eat supplements so going into like the kind of scientific ways literal practices and mindset shifts as well as physical things and stuff we can do when kind of anxiety comes up so we're going to kind of cover it all um again this is me talking from my own experience my experience talking to others and i'm not like a doctor so this isn't me prescribing anything on anybody but i hope that this episode can be like a toolbox that you can come back to or share with somebody else to kind of help you out with whatever you're going through I still experience moments where I feel anxiety. Obviously, I'm a human. This isn't like making yourself totally invincible to things. The cool thing about life is sometimes these things come up and they kind of teach us how to grow. Like we can use the feelings and the emotions and everything that comes up to kind of pivot us and show us ways in life or new pathways and things like that that we want to explore. So sometimes I like to use my anxiety as a tool and I still experience things. But I'm telling you, I, I was the most anxious thing (laughs) as a child and growing up I confused anxiety with like shyness in a way where I would literally like I would go to school dances and I would like lock myself in the stall and just like hang out in there for like four hours then go home like I couldn't get myself to socialize so I feel like my anxiety came up really bad on a social scale um I kind of like started drinking when I was like in college because of it, because it almost made me feel like a different person. Like I would be able to drink and I would go out and be able to socialize. But then I was able to learn how to socialize in those situations. But I think I used alcohol as a crutch a bit because I always had like a social anxiety. I always had anxiety. I still have anxiety with some things when it comes to like, (laughs) like calling a doctor, like those types of things. I get all those feelings from my life like come up. But I feel like since I've implemented changing my lifestyle, changing the way I eat, the way I move, the way I think, how I fuel myself with different things, physically and mentally, it has helped me so much. I used to suffer from panic attacks like really badly. Um, I always had them as a kid. I didn't really know they were panic attacks back then, but I look back on it. I would get them in school a lot. Um, I had like, basically, if you want to hear my trauma, not like bad, (laughs) but like I was bullied by like people in school but I was also bullied by teachers like you know what I'm talking about if you're one of those people like I had a teacher like parade me around and stuff like that with situations like um, I won't go into it too much but like I had a bladder issue as a child (laughs) and I like didn't empty my bladder fully so I would always use the bathroom a lot and that always got me in trouble like I had to get like medical notes because I would have like teachers like yell at me in front of the classroom (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like almost, oh my God. I was gonna say I'm almost 30, but I, I guess I am. Um, and it's still like some of the stuff from like my middle school days when the teachers would like yell at me, like still affects me, which is crazy. So I had to unlearn all that and like find out that was the root of all these things. But I literally think a lot of my anxiety came from that. Like um, I had so many situations where I would literally like sob in the breathing and I couldn't control it. And it started then and it followed me into high school with some things. And then I really had bad anxiety like in college. I keep using this term, but I don't know exactly what to call it. I don't want to be mislabeling it, but I'm just saying I would get full on panic attacks since the time I was in middle school, high school. And then like they kind of like elevated in college and they elevated with my social situations and my relationships. Like I was literally like have panic attacks all the time with the person I was dating and like I thought it was normal and it like it, it's not. And I never knew how to cope really. And I think it just kept me on this like it did keep me on like a lower vibration but like I just like it clouded so much of my life and I just thought like feeling like that was normal and it's it not that it's not normal but like there's proper ways to like change your lifestyle a little bit and the foods you can eat can support you and like the ways I didn't know how to breathe I didn't know like movement helped I didn't know any of these things so we're going to talk a lot about that today how I went from that to truly I don't have panic attacks anymore um I mean, like I'll have cry sessions and sometimes things in my head don't feel like they're working out. And I feel like crying is very somatic for me, but it's not to the point where like I couldn't breathe and like I would get nervous and like I I, I would literally have to like leave situations and like call my sister and stuff because like I couldn't be there with those things. And I don't have that anymore, which is crazy because like I said, I had it from probably like 10 years old to like 22, maybe maybe 21 into 22 and I'm 26 now. So the past like four to five years, I don't have it, but the lifestyle changes and my mindset and everything like that, I really do attribute to it. So yeah, I just wanted to share, like I have experienced these things. It's not just me being like, you know, you want to get a little anxious. Like I literally would have full out blown scale things with it. And yeah, I just want to get into it a little bit, but I did want to give you a background just so you know, like I have gone through some situations and some things in my life and I feel like it's crazy to look back on it. It didn't happen overnight. Again, I said four to five years (laughs) of just like growth and changing a lot of things into my life, looking at things as a way that they can help me, Um, looking at food, looking at movement, looking at like going outside, my learning about endorphins and hormones and all these things. So Let's get into it. Let's talk about some ways that we can add into our lives to change our mindset, change how we feel, and again, deal with these situations too. And you know me, everything's a holistic approach. So that's why I'm listing off so many different things. But the first thing I do want to talk about, I have in my notes, it's we're going to go into like nutrition and food first before we go into like practices and things like that. So literally kind of focusing on eating whole foods is always going to be really important. And it's probably always going to come up when I say anything in a podcast episode, because truly what you eat is what you are. And you can have these, you can have whatever you want in your life. Like I, I am also up for listening to your body, allowing yourself to have your cravings and things like that. Nothing I say is restrictive. So I don't want you to think I'm telling you to just eat like grains and greens all the time, but focusing on trying to add those things into your diet. And once you kind of like start doing it and really 
feeling the benefits and like reaping the benefits of like eating good whole foods in your body, you're going to actually want to add them in more. And there's fun, creative ways to do it. You can make really delicious recipes with them. You can have different types of sauces and all these yummy things. It's not just eating again, like a block of tofu and like spinach, (laughs) Um, but focusing on eating whole foods and things that are going to benefit you. So looking out for some things like maybe not avoiding totally because this is again I I love to like I have some favorite foods and I never want to be a hypocrite like I sometimes enjoy like like I had um banana pudding the other night that was literally totally very processed and it was delicious and I like savored every moment of it but trying to as you build your diet um focusing on maybe not taking in so many inflammatory foods or super processed foods or like if you just looked at your diet and you're noticing you're eating tons and tons of processed foods but processed foods aren't always bad because process is actually a scale I just want to clarify that so for example some people think that frozen foods or canned foods are quote-unquote processed and they are because they're not and a lot of like mostly everything is processed like it's not directly like farm to table and that's okay and it's actually a great way because some people almost like fear monger where they're like you have to be eating like completely natural foods but it's like some people can't afford that or like you can you can get good things out of a can you can get the good things out of a bag but avoiding things that are super duper processed as like the 80 percent of your diet is what i'm talking about i'm talking about having non-stop processed foods like throughout your day like maybe you can have like two or three little things here and there like I notice I didn't even just say like one like I'm for having things that you enjoy having sugar having things like that but just noticing maybe if you want to do like an audit like I love to do like a little diet audit like what you're eating and just noticing are you eating a lot of super duper high food that's processed in high sugar super processed with like inflammatory oils things like that because those things can actually mess with your emotions that's the reason why I'm bringing this into it um focusing on eating more whole foods and more good foods they're going to be the ones that are giving your body good vitamins and minerals and giving you the three macronutrient groups that are going to literally build parts of your brain build your muscles build do all the good things for your body so focusing on getting a lot of those into your diet and then yes and you can have the things that you enjoy whether like but you you can also enjoy some of the really good food like trust me especially after working in like vegetarian kitchens the past I'm not pushing a vegetarian diet. I'm just saying like I've seen people cook like really good salads, really good greens, like ways you can add things in like whole foods are really delicious. They are like you can make so many good meals with them. And I want to share a little bit more if you're interested in more recipes and things like that. I do want to get into that another time. But again, avoiding things that are really going to they're like the less natural they are, you can have them in your diet but just focusing maybe just do like the audit to see because I noticed when I was drinking tons of alcohol when I was having tons of processed foods all the time I wasn't feeling my best my skin was also like going through it with it and I noticed when my skin was going through it I mentally would be a little foggy and you are what you eat so checking out your diet to see maybe if you're in a phase where you're not feeling that great, check your food first. Just notice what you're eating. And again, I don't want you to be restrictive. I don't want you to be cutting out every single thing in your life or saying like, oh my God, I'm eating things that are wrong. I'm not trying to fear monger in any way, but just noticing, are you eating a lot of high inflammatory foods or really high sugar foods all the time? That's where I'm going with this. (laughs) So just focusing what you can add into your body to help benefit you. Maybe moving on to the next thing would be focusing on like adaptogens and good things like high protein trying to focus on 
bringing in different ingredients, like going into the ingredients and their benefits for your body. There's, I have an episode, I have tons of episodes on like supplements and vitamins and things like that. And I also have some stuff on my Instagram if you want to like dive into that more, but there's a lot out there. Just like looking at food as it's something you can put into your body to help you. Like it sounds so funny, but looking at food is almost skincare. Like, you know how there's like a moisturizer and it like soothes your skin. You put that on last, you put that on top. Um, then even you got like sunscreen, sunscreen like protects your skin. And then you have different things like retinoids and like retinoids help like resurface and they help like with different ailments and they help like your wrinkles and your acne. And then there's things for dark spots and different acids that do this and this I like looking at my food almost like a skincare routine like I like to make sure I go through my day and I'm like okay did I add in the exfoliant did I add in my moisturizer did I double cleanse did I (laughs) put my moisturizer on like looking at your food like almost as a checklist like going through it and just making sure you added in like your four or five really good things for the day like oh did I get these veggies in because when you think about did I get like a cup of two or greens in those things are actually going to be healing things in your body just like skincare almost heals your skin so looking at it as what can I add in my body like what ingredients are good for me and just kind of like looking at your food through the lens of that for a little bit can really help and your mental health is connected to what you eat and I just like there you can go down a wormhole with that topic but truly I wanted to talk a few minutes about food because if you're eating a lot of whole foods in general there's no specific star ingredients um, but just eating whole foods in general really does help with your mindset and so maybe notice are you have you been eating a lot of tons of fast food or things like that having mcdonald's once or twice a week is not gonna like totally affect your mental health but i just mean like notice if you're having more processed foods because it might the next thing with nutrition pretty much the last point i'm just gonna say with it focusing on eating breakfast making sure you're eating breakfast because our bodies i've mentioned it before but basically the hormone of cortisol it spikes in the morning naturally we wake up because our cortisol reaches a certain level that it actually triggers our mind to wake up like that's part of the process of when your brain wakes up because you do have a lot of cortisol in the morning and with women as well we have like more so in the morning to kind of balance out one like blood sugar and make sure that your body doesn't because you wake up almost in like a little bit of a stress state is what cortisol means. So having food, like if you don't have food in a short, like an amount of time, it can spike your cortisol even more and kind of send you into an even more stress state. And that's just like opening your eyes and beginning your day. So if you find maybe you're stressed throughout your day, it might kind of pivot back to your mornings and check to see if you're eating breakfast. Breakfast is so good for so many reasons I literally did a whole episode on nutrient timing where I talk about this for like 15 minutes so if you're interested in why like really in depth why go check out that episode it's like the nutrient timing episode but again the gist of it is that when you eat in the morning it helps just like a million different things in your body it helps your processes it makes sure that your blood sugar doesn't go up and down and that your cortisol doesn't spike and it can affect your stress you can get more anxious consuming caffeine on an empty stomach is also going to make you anxious like it it kind of contributes to it it's not going to make you anxious I don't want to say that I just want to say it can contribute to it so making sure you have carbs and protein in the morning carbs fats and protein those are the three main groups but focusing on having that protein carb ratio is really good um an example would be having like Greek yogurt with fruit, like those types of things, like those types of combos, your brain and your body loves it in the morning. So having some sort of breakfast in your body before you go about your day can help you keep a nice steady state of just all, everything that's going on in your body. It helps you keep a nice steady state there so that you don't kind of go physically into a stress state. 
because everything's connected. So if your body's in that stressed out state, if you're not sleeping well, I was going to hit sleep later in the episode, but maybe I'll hit it now while we're here. But getting the right amount of sleep and then fueling yourself in the morning literally sets you up for success. And it sounds like something that you probably learned in school or like a doctor told you, but it's so true. Just like making sure you do get the sleep, like your sleep hygiene is so important. It's also really important with like exercise and recovery. Everything ties into each other. That's why this podcast, I tried to cover all these areas because people will come to me and want a workout plan, but I'm like, girl, how was your sleep? <laughs> like, let's talk about your sleep first. And they're like, what? And they just want me to show them how to do a squat. And I'm like, no, no, no. The squat won't matter if you're getting three hours of sleep and then you're waking up in the morning and not eating. That's going to affect your recovery. Your body is going to be all thrown out of sorts and it's not going to focus on building muscle. It's going to focus on basically keeping itself, quote unquote, alive because you're stressing your body out into that type of state where that's the priority. So focusing on your sleep and focusing on getting food in your body in the morning. Those are two really cool physical things that if you're not doing them or you find yourself maybe not totally doing it every single day, um, it would be a cool habit to build or focus on that a little bit because it will have big impact on you. I noticed the days where like there's been days where like I've slept in or like I've done like a meditation or I start like journaling in my room and I'm in my room for like an hour or so and like I start getting a little bit weird in my head and I'm like girl you didn't eat you don't have anything in your body like you have to like put the journal down <laughs> put the journal down go get go get something like go put something in you because it really does affect me even if I think I'm like like I've been doing it forever and I'll like wake up one day and I'll try to focus on something else and my mind starts racing. I'm like, let's go back to the basics. Like, did I eat? Was my sleep good? Like, they're very important things. So I did want to talk a little bit about those before I go into like other mindset things and kind of practices that we can talk about because sleeping and eating in the morning is so important. Focusing on whole foods throughout your day, those things are going to set your body up for success. So your body's working with you and not against you. So while we're on the topic of like food, let's move into supplements because I'm going to this is this is a really big one. Truly, I I feel like I focused on food for a very long time and food is very important and eating things is definitely number one. Like if there's a pyramid and there is a pyramid, actually, when I got my um, Girls Gone Strong women's coaching certification all about that, there's a pyramid of like the order of what's more important, literally. And food is above like micronutrients, but I still think that micronutrients are very important and I want to give them their spotlight here because I feel like once I introduce these things into my diet and you can get them through whole foods, you can, you can supplement them, but I'm not saying like a pill is the answer, but some of the ingredients that these have are also in food. So L-theanine, magnesium, ashwagandha, we're just jumping right into it. I was going to like list them off real slow and be like build up, but those are three things, three supplements that have really helped me with anxiety in general. Um, I do an episode where I do talk about magnesium quite a bit, but a lot of Americans are actually deficient in magnesium. So that's also why I feel like when you introduce magnesium into your routine, things just start feeling good. And you're like, oh, oh, damn, <laughs> this whole time I've just been deficient or like deficient on a scale, not like severely deficient, but L-theanine, magnesium, and ashwagandha. They are awesome ingredients. Ashwagandha is an herb. Um, you can get a lot of teas, a lot of, a lot of like the adaptogen drinks. I love. So, for example, like recess, um, 
like my magnesium powder has L-theanine in it. So I get mine from both wooden spoons and then um, moon juice. Those are like two popular magnesium ones. They have L-theanine in it. The recess drinks have it. I'm trying to think there's some other evening drinks like the Bella Hadid ones. I'm forgetting that Kin, Kin's the name. Um, those adaptogen drinks, they have L-theanine in it. A lot of nighttime things will have L-theanine in it because it calms your body down. That literal calm supplement, like if you go to any drugstore, any CVS, any Longs, you go to any of those stores and you look in the supplement section, you'll see like the calm drinks. They've been around forever, man. They have not changed their packaging since like 2002. Like <laughs> they have been around. Um, L-theanine, like you'll find L-theanine in like a lot of sleep ingredients. L-theanine, GABA, like G-A-B-A, they're in a lot of like sleep aids because they relax the body. So L-theanine is actually an amino acid, which means we can find it in like foods that have amino acids, but it's usually found in tea. But I'm pretty sure, I think it's black tea and green tea. It's the main things it's found in. It's also found in some types of mushrooms, which are my, which are why mushrooms are really cool. We can do a whole episode on why mushrooms are really cool. But um, it's found in some of them as well. It's known for reducing stress, like stress in the body, um, symptoms of stress. So that's why it's in a lot of these ingredients. Same thing with ashwagandha. It's known to help reduce stress and focus on... It helps like hormones as well. There's like a lot of stuff behind it, but they're really good ingredients, I'd say. So again, L-theanine is amino acid and then ashwagandha is just a medicinal herb um, and magnesium as well. You can find that in a supplementation version or you can obtain it through foods. A lot of seeds like pumpkin seeds and things like that are high in magnesium. But if you're finding yourself in stress situations, like I think teas, like there's like teas that also like they'll put L-theanine in it sometimes too finding like a nice tea supplement or an oral supplement to add into your routine is something that I have found worked for this situation. So I know I always do say prioritize on eating whole foods and you can get all of these things out of natural whole foods and whole food sources. But if you are struggling with anxiety, a suggestion of mine would be maybe check out a supplement and see if it works in terms of like adding it into your diet don't think of it again as like a miracle thing but it's just you're adding something that you might be missing from your diet so if you focus on improving your whole foods you can also get it in but I take literal powder supplements of magnesium I drink teas with ashwagandha and L-theanine is also in my powder supplement so I can't (laughs) just sit here and tell you to eat whole foods like I truly do take it in a powder supplement and I find it helps and I like to take it in the evening as well um I love I love herbal tinctures wooden spoons also makes an anxiety ally um little tincture it's it's like based in like alcohol though like it's an eyedropper kind of thing so it has a very strong taste specifically that one organic Olivia also makes really good tinctures I think she does have an anxiety one um, hers aren't always based on alcohol. Like they don't taste as bad, <laughs> but I think the anxiety ally one by wooden spoons, it's good, but it just has like an alcohol aftertaste, which I don't enjoy. Like I, I, if I want it, I usually just like put the dropper under my tongue and like swallow it and just like, I'm like, Ooh, um, rather than mixing it into like a drink because it, it takes over, like you'll taste like it's, it feels like you put some nail polish remover in there, but it works. Like it's a really nice supplement. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like some cool natural things out there. I've taken kava before sometimes for anxiety, but all these things are just like earth medicine in a way and they kind of help calm down parts of the nervous system um, and just kind of relax you a little bit, like give you that nice relaxed feeling. 
So there definitely are aids and I would suggest doing some research on them if you're interested. I also, like I said, I've used these things over the years and I'm also so interested in this topic. So feel free to DM me. As always, my Instagram is happy holistic hippie. So feel free to shoot me a DM if you're listening to, listening to this and you're curious on any of the ingredients that I mentioned. Um, those again are like some supplementations. So there's also some vitamins I want to suggest. So vitamins that have been like doctors usually... <laughs> I don't want to say that. I was going to say doctors usually will mention these when they come up, but I'm not a doctor, so I'm not talking for doctors, so I'm going to put that back out there. Um, But these are like four vitamins that are important, I think, as well. So again, these are actually some of the ones that um, Americans are deficient in, so magnesium is one of them. But vitamin D, vitamin D is also linked to depression and studies with that, but it does come up with anxiety and depression, but a lot of people are vitamin D deficient, like even I think one of my last blood panels, not this past year, but like two years ago, um, I wasn't getting a lot of vitamin D. And honestly, when I started traveling and the fact that I like lived in Hawaii, it did help because I was getting more sun exposure which is also on my list. I literally, on my list, one of the things is sun exposure because it helps you make vitamin D. But if you find that you are deficient in vitamin D, adding that in can boost your mood and help because again, it comes down to just being totally deficient in something and adding it into your regimen might help. Vitamin B as well, so B6, B12, those things are really important. And also if you are not eating a lot of meat, like I don't eat that much meat, you can be lower levels in vitamin B. I have found that vitamin B has helped me with my energy. So I do take vitamin B because I noticed that I found it hard to get in, especially because in Hawaii here, like I have been living at like a vegan retreat center. And a lot of the times it's hard for me to get some things. So I found myself supplementing more. But whenever I would take my vitamin B in the morning, I have a vitamin B, D, and K supplement that I would take. And spoiler this one is k um so vitamin b vitamin d and vitamin k are vitamins that have been shown to help kind of help with overall anxiety in the body like and iron as well did i mention iron i'm all over it with the list today guys it's it's bedtime i'm drinking tart terry juice and i literally have tea next to me i'm gonna take a bath after this so i think it's kicking in (laughs) but those are some vitamins that might also be of use or importance. So again, it's B, D, K, and iron. So if you want to explore your diet and go through your diet and see what you're eating and notice maybe, oh, I'm not eating that much of this. Or if you want to get a blood panel done by your doctor, it can show you if you are deficient in things. But those are vitamins that have been recommended to help with your brain health and just also help with some of these feelings. So again, magnesium, L-theanine, and oh my God, ashwagandha, almost forgot. And then vitamin B, D, K and iron are my suggestions to look into in the realm of supplements for this episode. Okay, moving away from the topic of nutrition and supplements, we're going to move on to some more lifestyle habits and different things that you can add into your life that I have found adding into my routine have truly helped me. Um, Actually, no. (laughs) I forgot one last thing. Like one sentence. Um, again, I sound like a doctor when you're sick, but drinking fluids also helps. Just making sure you're hydrated. Like when you're dehydrated and when you're not eating properly, you're more likely to kind of fall into those states or your mind is just not getting the nutrients it needs. So 
I wrote down drinking water and just making sure you're getting in nutrients in terms of hydration. Also, caffeine. I'm not going to sit here and say caffeine's bad for you, but maybe exploring different ways to take in caffeine. So, like, I actually switched to teas. Like, I get all of my caffeine at the moment from different types of teas. I hiccuped. I don't want to edit that out. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, I get all of my... Um, caffeine for different types of teas i am a yerba mate girly at the moment that's like my favorite maybe just because it's really prominent in hawaii but um matcha i don't drink matcha that much anymore but this isn't just on me i'm just talking about teas in general for caffeine try looking into it not saying anything like coffee or whatever you're drinking for caffeine is bad but i'm just saying that maybe looking at a different way to taking caffeine might be better or a different dosage could help you out as well i found that yerba mates have way less caffeine than a cup of coffee depending on which brand and the size and all that so i found that like it did help me like i got a little bit of caffeine in when i need it but it's not as heavy but it's also a form of hydration um drinking water drinking electrolytes like i love my electrolyte packets like I'm dropping names in this episode, but like nothing sponsored. I just buy a lot of stuff. Like I help me. Um, but Element is one of my favorite electrolyte brands because it has potassium, sodium, and magnesium, which are the three main like electrolytes that most you should be taking in. So I really like taking that in in like a big Stanley cup. But then also drinking lots of teas and different things like that to stay hydrated is really important. But now we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on finally. I just, <laughs> I was about to move on totally and I was like, no, I have to tell them to drink water. It sounds like an ad, but like I have to say it. But moving on. So I guess like number three or four on the list, we're talking about literally prioritizing self care and we're gonna dive into it because sometimes people are just like, self care. Okay, next. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean by self care? But I have exact examples of what I mean by putting in self-care practices into your lifestyle how that can affect you because taking care of yourself is important yes but it almost also gives you like a purpose like when I wake up at the moment and I have this really nice morning routine which I've been trying to get my morning routine down for the past like four years okay and that's something was wrong with me because it like wouldn't stick or like I felt bad or I felt guilt and all of that around not doing stuff but when I finally like improve my relationship with like doing things in the morning that I know are going to help me and doing things that I enjoy because I would try some things like I believe in like doing like almost like a menu like picking out some things each day that you want to do for yourself in the morning even if it's just one thing because every day is different you might have to do something different one morning and that's totally okay but still making the time for yourself in some shape or way is better than nothing and kind of learning that and getting over feeling guilty about maybe quote-unquote skipping something or not doing it quote-unquote the right way I would like beat myself up. I was doing myself more harm than anything. But now that I feel like I've totally got my morning routine down and I have like three or four things I do that just like make me feel like I am waking up and I'm like kicking ass, like no matter what, even if I'm like on my period, I'm staying in all day, whatever it is, doing these things in the morning make me feel so good and they really do help me. Like when I, even when I have like moments where I'm getting like a little bit clouded in my head, I usually turn to one of the things I'm going to talk to talk about but I'm going to take you through some self-care that I have put into my life that has literally helped me shift my like they've helped me in so many ways that it actually has come back to reducing my anxiety to reducing the fact that I don't get these panic attacks anymore so first thing is I always talk about these a lot meditation yes meditation calming the mind everyone thinks it's like turning your mind black and not seeing anything in your head it's becoming aware of the thoughts and doing it consistently over the past four to five years maybe not solely but it's up there 
is something that has helped me just like change my mind literally. And I am a big believer in doing like different types of meditation. I don't think there's one that's the best, but I like doing guided meditations where it's almost introspective. I can learn a lot about myself and I have learned a lot about myself. And sometimes doing these meditations last year and then doing it like yesterday, I've learned so many things in that time. Like every year I learn more. Every year I find myself changing who I am as a literal person and how I approach the world because I spend time going within via meditation and via, I was going to say journaling, big, big surprise. That's the next one um, with journaling and meditation because it's allowed me to like change my mindset and not, I don't know, like not react to things the same way, not get caught up on things the same way that I used to, that used to send me into panic attacks. So honestly doing meditation and taking time to go within has really helped in so, so many ways, but I do recommend guided meditations and also the meditations where you're almost like sitting alone with your thoughts and I like to look at the thoughts as clouds. I have episode two of this podcast is about meditation. It's like a longer episode. I think it's like an hour long, but it's a total in-depth um, episode on medica- medication. <laughs> meditation. Can you literally tell like it's midnight right now? Um, <laughs> but it's an in-depth episode. So if you want to learn more about different types of meditation, I do go into it in that episode. But there's types of meditations where you're basically la- like laying on down or sitting And when the thoughts come up, you acknowledge them, but you don't engage. So even if you engage, you're not wrong. So if a thought comes up, um, you can look at it like it's a cloud. So like if a thought comes across your head and it's like, oh my gosh, I literally have to make lunch within the next hour, else I'm going to be late to this meeting. You can just take a deep breath and say, okay, I see that thought and I'm just going to kind of let it dissipate. And the visual of seeing it move across my, my face as a cloud has really helped me like not freak out about things and come back to the moment. So that's a type of meditation. It's not called the cloud meditation, but it's like what I like to call it where it's like, I sit there, I let the thoughts come up. I go, okay, whatever. And I just kind of like focus on my breathing again, focus on my body, start li- li- feeling into my fingers, feeling into my toes, doing something to ground myself back to where I am. And then I let that thought move along like a cloud. And probably within three seconds, another thought will come up, but I'll also let it move by. So that's a really good practice that I've been doing it for years at this point. It's been like four years. And I feel like now I actually like, it's changed the way anxious thoughts arise and I can like let them go easier. So I do feel like that type of quote unquote, like training almost, um, Okay, one of my books right now, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's it's one of my fairy books. So if you know which fairy book I'm talking about, one of the girls in it has like anxiety and she actually takes on, they don't call it meditation in the book, but I'm reading it and I'm like, oh my God, it's meditation. And it's so lame that I'm like fangirling over meditation, but she has like anxiety and like almost like the like trauma from like these incidents that happened in the book. So she found this like pretty much found like a manuscript that like teaches her a technique to calm her mind and it's meditation and it's just what I described it's like letting the thoughts come up acknowledging them and then using like her breath or using something to kind of send it away that's really important and then I feel guided meditations are so important because those are the ones that like somebody else is laying out the roadmap for you to follow so you don't have to think about it but they bring up these questions that maybe I would have never thought of myself and I feel like doing guided meditations over the past few years and even to this day just they have strengthened me as a person they've changed the way I literally look at situations how I see things and it's like pretty much like I don't want to sound really weird but like changed my DNA almost (laughs) because I physically feel like I'm a different person than I was because of these two tools alone love them can't 
can't recommend meditate like getting into a meditation practice enough like five minutes a day I really don't do anything the longest one I do is 25 minutes like I won't probably go longer than that you don't need to but really getting into it if you're not into it already like seriously start looking at like a one or two minute meditation on Spotify like add it into your routine it really will help rewrite who you are and journaling is almost like meditation journaling I think guided meditations are almost like journaling prompts that people are telling you over a microphone or over wherever and journaling is the same so there's two types of journaling that I would recommend, which is one, finding prompts, which you can find them online, you can find them from different people. There's like apps, websites, um, to introspect, go within, ask yourself these questions that you're not asking yourself. And you can almost find the reasons to why you're reacting to things certain ways, why you're getting anxious, why things bother you, or almost how to come to terms that maybe with an emotion that's like been coming up a lot. Because sometimes like, sometimes anxiety, and the feelings we have are just like this emotion we haven't dealt with or like a pattern we haven't dealt with or a situation that our body is holding on to and it's coming up and we know it's coming up because we feel it coming up we don't feel good when it comes up but we don't know what it is so sometimes journaling and doing journaling prompts are really cool because it allows us to like find that thing and <laughs> nobody wants to do the, the dirt like the dirty work of that of like going within and being like ooh, that's the situation that's coming up or oh that's the pattern like earlier in the episode I was able to tell you that literally like three lame teachers that I had in like middle school were the reason that I was like freaking out at age 20 and I didn't know but I was able to kind of uncover that by doing this type of work and it really is helpful it's healing I've been able to like get on with my life over these things but um I don't want to like dismiss it I don't want to be like get over it get on with my life I didn't mean it like that I meant more like I've been able to actually see progress in my life and it makes me so happy that I'm able to like get over these humps that I thought I could not get over that something was wrong with me or I was like broken so it's really cool to be able to do the work with literally journaling and meditation and you can do them whenever you want by yourself in a private space and I feel pretty good with them the other thing I'd recommend with journaling is free writing that's currently what I do right now I've been doing it honestly since July so it's um like November I'm not (laughs) girl I, I told you it's midnight I'm not doing the count I don't know how many months that is <laughs> three four five it's not three I know it's not three. Oh my god whatever um the amount of months I've been doing it though it's been so so helpful to wake up in the morning and I do it before I meditate because I like to just like get the raw thoughts out sometimes when I meditate it brings me into that nice state I'm already in the nice state and then I journal and not that anything changes but sometimes when I journal without being in the nice state I get the mean stuff on the paper because sometimes I wake up and like when I free write I just let myself write there's no right or wrong you just let the pen move and you do it for three pages that's the rules it's from the artist way you can google it it's called the morning pages if you want more information on it but literally just letting the pen free write every day has helped me when I actually get anxious or like I'm feeling like just like like a bad emotion I don't even know what it is but if it comes up if I'm dealing with something or if I'm having a conflict with like a sibling or somebody like that like I will just take out the journal and just allow myself to write and sometimes it feels like I'm literally transmuting these thoughts into the physical writing and like it's it's like letting go of it it's like I peed it out (laughs) like it left me and I'm like yes and it feels so good but it also is the same thing it helps me uncover things I find myself getting really introspective in my journaling now 
more than I did in July because I'm doing it every day. It's the same person writing every day. I'm sometimes the same thoughts are coming up. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are. But I'm able to see these patterns because I've been doing this every day. And I truly feel like I'm getting to the bottom of some things that I wasn't even conscious of, like my behaviors with certain things and how I was feeling with certain things. Sometimes it just clicks. You got to free write. You just got to keep moving the pen. And you're on page two sometimes and you're like, why am I doing this? And then like page three, this random crazy life shattering thought comes out. And then sometimes the next sentence is like, I really can't wait to eat lunch. So it's kind of cool to like just let yourself write it out. But man, morning journaling, morning meditation every day, they're the top of the list. Like they're number like number one with the self-care fact. Like I had to go into that very thorough because it's so true. They were very impactful. My next bullet point, more of a physical thing, but having girl, (laughs) having a skincare routine or like an oral health regimen in the morning, it kind of wakes up and it like kind of gives me like a, like I feel good. Like I feel like I have a purpose. I feel like I have a task to do. It's not for other people. It's for myself. And it's something I enjoy. And I play music when I do it and it makes me feel good. And I know I'm doing something good for myself, but I also enjoy it. Like I enjoy like all the creams and the textures and all like, it's like a thing in the morning. And I love it. And even in the evening, like when I double cleanse my face and like do all these things and I like skin cycle. So like I'll use like a retinol one night and then exfoliate another night and then give it a break for two nights and moisturize. Like I love like like, what's on the menu when I walk into the bathroom. Like what are we doing tonight? (laughs) I love having it. And it just like brings a light to my day. And it's a way to take care of myself that's like super small and light. It takes like five minutes in the morning, but I love it. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm bringing up like some random thing. But when I was in college, this guy I was dating used to like yell at me because I would take too long in the bathroom. But I was like doing my skincare and I used to think I was wrong. And then it would make me feel bad. Like I felt like I was doing something wrong. And like my skin was a problem. And I don't even know why I'm bringing I want to bring it up because like I felt like, oh my God, like what the fuck? But now I've like I own it and like I love it. Like I love doing my skincare. But that was like a weird thought in the back of my head for the longest time. But having a skincare routine and like an oral health routine too is like my morning thing. So I'll walk you through it real quick. (laughs) So I coconut pull and I love it, like oil pulling. Um, I use the Guru Nanda one at the moment, but you can just use basic coconut oil. The Guru Nanda one is coconut oil with like essential oil. So there's like peppermint oil and clove. And what it does is it like pulls the bacteria in your mouth. It's an Ayurvedic tradition. So it's not like some people just made it up. Like it's been on for like a very long time. Um, I don't want to talk too much about this section because I'll go into skincare and and oral health like forever because I love it um and I'm like I have like a fear like I love my teeth and I have a fear of like anything anything ruining them like one of my nightmares is my teeth falling out which has a weird meaning behind it I know but anyway um I oil pull for like minimum 10 minutes maybe more and then I'll brush my teeth and I'll also tongue scrape because there's a really there's great benefits too with tongue scraping it's also an Ayurvedic tradition but like the the background of it is it does stimulate your taste buds so like over time when you do it like things will taste better almost but I find that that stuff man if you're not tongue scraping girl tongue scrape just do it like it's so good it really also helps stimulate um your digestion and there's different organs kind of like you know Chinese medicine where your foot um different parts of your foot kind of activate different organs or like connected to them same thing with your tongue so it's like the same thing so when you like brush it you like 
stimulate different things. It's like dry brushing also with like lymphatic stuff. Really fun, really cool topic. Don't want to go off too much about it, but I do that. And then I wake up, I do my micelle water. Is it micellular? I don't know. It's one of them. But um, I do that because my skin is too dry for me to be like washing in the morning. So I use micelle water. Then I put at the, at the moment, I have a, a correction serum like I got like um but I also like I know the background of skincare like I'm not a novice here I've been dealing with this my whole life don't we'll talk about skin in another episode but I have um basically it's niacinamide is what I use it's like for dark spots um pores and all that jazz and then after that oh my god sometimes I use that snail mucin but that's just a fun thing and then I'll do my moisturizer and sunscreen and I'm so good. I put on these eye patches at the moment. Honestly, they're just for my own self. Like I just put them on and then I'll go do my meditation and my journaling and then I come back and like take them off and then I'll put the sunscreen on. But it's just like the best routine and I love it. It makes me feel like a fun, like I feel alive. I feel like I have something to do. And on days where I don't feel the best, I still have that to do and it makes me feel great, if that makes sense. Like it gives me a reason, a purpose. Like I get up, I get to do it. I'm taking care of myself. If I don't get a lot done that day and my bad, <laughs> it's the part of me that comes up and it's like you have to be productive like that masculine energy that's like in me that like I've been fighting um I'm like girl I did my skincare I did my morning routine I feel so like you know so I have that I always have that and I love it um next up I want to talk about aromatherapy as well (sighs) senses bring you back to the present moment they do so like even in yoga classes like I'll do a lot of work trying to bring people in touch with their senses while they're on the mat because that's a cool thing that you can anchor down into um I'm pretty sure there's also a technique for like when you're having anxiety where you start listening to things you can hear things you can see colors all that type of stuff it's grounding it's bringing you back into this moment and aromatherapy is a cool tool to allow yourself to kind of ground and come back into the moment so different lotions different oils different like aromatic teas there are ways that you can like ground into the moment even your food um I know a lot of people that like you see it with prayers but I've seen it in like the spiritual community where people do almost like a thankfulness kind of like blessing over their food before they eat it like we did it on this yoga retreat that I was in in Greece and it was really cool like every single meal like all of us would sit there and just like take in the food taking how it looks taking how it smells because sometimes we move so fast that we don't do that um there's also a technique with that with I don't use it that often all the time but mindful eating it's really cool it's a cool tool but something to bring you back into the moment with um aromatherapy is similar so if you're feeling these things tuning into senses and essential oils that um can bring you back into the moment are really cool really amazing tools so eucalyptus is a really calming one but you all you know the things you got like lavender I'm not going to be Bath and Body Works and list them all off but aromatherapy is something really cool to look into you can look into like energizing oils as well so like peppermint and um like orange and lemon are things that can like invigorate you so it's cool to use them as tools to kind of bring you in and out of the moment like what you want um Breath is another thing. Breath work is awesome for giving yourself like energy, calming yourself down. One of my favorite breaths is a cooling breath, which is really good for anxiety. Um, I think I might put it up as a reel. It's going to be in my program that I do want to talk about. We're going to be doing the, the, my glow up program. It actually launches today if you're listening to this. So we're going to be doing 
not plugging in or anything right now, but we will be doing like a four month, like a four week um, container. So it's going to be on an app that I have where we're going to have like, we're going to work on habits for the four weeks, like doing kind of like a menu style where you can pick a habit, like one or two habits you want to focus on. And then you can use the group as like accountability. And then besides that, you'll get resources each week and a different theme that you can look at at yourself, like on your own time. And then we'll do a weekly Zoom that you can join. You don't have to join them, but if you want to join them, they're there and we can kind of talk about the topic of the week and you kind of get like a quote-unquote little homework assignment but it's almost like a journaling prompt or coming up with something or even doing like a vision board one of the weeks and kind of sharing bits and pieces of it and we'll do like manifestation ceremonies and all that jazz but um one of the things I have in it is different breathwork techniques each week and learning how to do them and cooling breath is one of the things that's really cool because (laughs) it's really cool because it actually cools your body temperature down because sometimes heat and cold can be triggering for getting like overwhelmed or like like sometimes like heat will bring things up I know when heat comes up I get really anxious like when I get hot in an airport it's like the worst feeling for me it's over I can be cold in the airport and I'm fine I get an ounce of heat on me like I start getting hot on the TSA line it's over I start getting anxious and I use this cooling breath technique to help me out so quickly I was gonna okay I'll just put like a little bit of it in it but basically you breathe through your teeth so this is going to sound horrific with the microphone, but literally like grit your teeth and breathe in and then breathe out. It's cooling. So doing a few rounds of that type of breath, you can also make a C shape with your tongue and then whistle lips like that. Um, that was like free ASMR. Sorry. <laughs> but um, breathing like that will literally cool your body down, which helps kind of calm that down. So if you feel like you're getting overheated in your mind, trying a cooling breath is also good. Um, box breathing is also good as well, which is breathing in for a certain amount of time, holding it, breathing out for a certain amount of time and holding it again. Um, but breath work is something to look into. I use the four second breath all the time and the cooling breath whenever I do get really anxious those are some things that like I turn to you don't even see me doing it but I'm doing it all the time in a car on the way to an interview if I'm in traffic things like that really helps bring me back to the moment because I'm grounding into my senses but it also helps physically cool my body down which is sometimes what you need because the heat can be a trigger all right we have made it to like the last topics but they're very quick the last the first ones I went into heavily so I did mention sun exposure literally the sun man that's it I feel like that's all I'm going to say in this episode getting outside kind of shifting your environment if you're not feeling good like going for a drive sometimes I'll like drive to a store drive it depends where you are like when I'm in Hawaii it's a lot easier for me to like be like oh my god and I just like drive down the street and I like sit by a tree and I'm like yes but even when I'm in New York like driving to like Whole Foods or driving just like getting out and driving and letting the sun touch my face even if it's in a car like it can change how I feel and kind of like moving out of your environment and getting sunlight is very important speaking of movement I feel like every episode just like nutrition I always bring movement into it but literally moving your body and feel good endorphins help in general being active um but I've noticed like if I can't get to the gym if I'm feeling anxious if there's just like a day where I know I have so much going on and it's kind of giving me like a dread I can't lift or whatever even doing like a little bit of like a yoga mobility routine in my room helps and I try to skip it sometimes I'll be like "Ah," and then part of me catches me and it's like just do it just (laughs) just do it so I'll literally do like a child's pose I'll thread the needle I'll stretch my arms I'll stand up I'll do like a big forward fold I'll like stretch my hamstrings out a little bit kind of rock back and forth open the hips 
feel so much better. And then I find myself maybe if I'm feeling it, I'll do a little bit more. But if I'm not, I respect myself. I understand where I'm at in that moment. But just moving a little bit, like moving that energy around instead of being stagnant and kind of letting it like pull up feels so good. Next up, um, just in general, I think I almost kind of covered it before, but finding presence, finding mindfulness techniques and things to bring me into this moment to anchor me and having that meditation practice, having that grounding, having that journaling practice. It's all self-discovery almost like that type of stuff has changed my life. It always will. I'll always thank it for that. Um, reading books and learning these things through different authors and finding different types of books to read in the evenings currently I like to read fantasy books and then during the day I'll read books that are about like self-transformation or manifestation or just like science and like any of those types of books I'll read during the day like the serious nitty-gritty philosophy psychology and then in the evening I allow myself to jump into the fairy realm and and fairy smut books or <laughs> and anything that's what I'm reading in the evening but during the day reading all those self-discovery books and still kind of challenging myself to learn more and more helps so much just like working on myself working on myself not like from a broken perspective but just finding out what I enjoy like that self-discovery phase I've been going through and like getting back to my roots of what I enjoyed as a kid and finding that like playfulness and working with my inner child learning boundaries man how to say no to things, how to stand up for myself, how to do what I want to do, and all of those things that are so much harder than they sound. Um, all these things helped me kind of stop freaking out about things that didn't matter. Not that we get anxiety all the time about things that don't matter, but I would freak out about the littlest things, about like the opinions of others, about like boys, about things like social things, things that didn't matter on the big scale. Like I would get so caught up in the job that I had and I was getting anxious over those things. And then I literally ended up just quitting because I was like, wait a minute. I can take myself out of this, but like there was a lot that went into that, but, um, <laughs> learning these things and changing my mindset is really what kind of pulled me like seeing a giant claw pick, pick yourself up. Like you're a little cartoon character on like a game board and like a claw comes down and picks you up and it's like, <sniffs> that's what kind of saved me. It got me out of it. And I was like, hold on. There's so much more to then what I was freaking out about, you know, becoming present, learning about the things that matter, mindset training, all this growth and learning truly pointed me in the right direction. So I would recommend again, I, like therapy or a form of therapy or therapeutic practices to kind of learn more about yourself is just like uh, life changing. It really is. It's like what has changed and got me to this point where I am. And that's the biggest thing. I know I've been saying the meditation, the journaling, the eating, the moving, all those things play a part. And that's why I like to talk about everything from a holistic approach, because I can't get on the mic and just say it's one thing. There's several things, like little pieces of the puzzle that all added up to making one big picture. But um, yeah, going down the route of like caring about myself, like self-caring about myself in the terms of learning all these things to better myself and knowing there's more out there in the world and that I can overcome this and do all these things. It's taking time. It doesn't feel like it's been four to five years. Every time I say that, I'm like, that sounds weird, but it, it's gone by fast. And I feel like just doing a little bit every day has built up to me saying that big number. But truly, it's just small minutes each day that I've put into this to be able to just kind of like go above what I thought I could do and change where I am and know that you're not stuck and all of that. And like the knowledge is power and the, the learning experiences are fantastic and I couldn't ask for anything more. I'm still learning. I still have things come up every now and then. I'm not perfect. I don't want to sound like I'm coming from that perspective at all, but these things really have helped and changed my life. Um, 
that's like a beautiful point to end on but I, I have one more point I don't know why I have one more point I forgot to put it in it's literally cleaning your room <laughs> why is that the most anticlimactic thing I meant to put it in earlier but if you're feeling like you're in a funk sometimes I feel like cleaning or organizing things and playing music like helps me move so like if I get up and I'm feeling bad or feeling anxious and I start cleaning and I start listening to music and kind of like reorganizing something in my room I find that it kind of sets the wheels in motion for me to one come into the present moment and kind of move past what I'm feeling um I just wanted to add that in there too that was like the worst thing to end on like I I said this like drop the mic kind of thing and then I was like also clean your room but those are some of the things that I thought of that just came up naturally when I was thinking about the topic of this episode, ways that I manage anxiety, ways that I've kind of overcome my panic attacks and just transformed a little bit with all these bits and pieces. Let me know again if anything is very interesting to you. If there's a supplement that called out to you, maybe the breathwork thing kind of stood out to you or you want to learn a little bit more about some of the journaling practices, whatever it is send me a dm um i can also throw up like a question box if anybody has any questions but let me know i'd love to dive deeper on these topics on different episodes or maybe just personally if you want to message me i'm always open to share but thank you so much for listening as always i do have one announcement actually technically it's a few little things but this is dropping on cyber monday and i'm not just like plugging myself but I do have some cool things to share so like I mentioned I have this glow up program that I'm doing it's really affordable it's not like a crazy thing or anything it's four weeks long and it's going to be I'm trying to take on at least 10 people so it's going to be really small and cute and it's an app so it's a community app that I have that you get access to and each week you get different resources so you're going to have different resources like video resources there's going to be some ebooks and like yoga classes all that jazz each week has a different theme so we're going to be going over the topics of limiting beliefs how to overcome limiting beliefs how to kind of work through them we're going to go into a week about body image so working through it's kind of limited belief in a way, but working through body image, working with your relationship with exercise and food, then we're going to work a little bit about playfulness and inner child, and then a little bit about kind of setting your goals for the right direction. So it's almost like a reboot. So it's not like a new year, new me kind of thing, but it's the last month of the year. So I figured we should, we can try it like a little, we'll drop it. And it's going to be just focusing on glowing up from the inside out. So it's not like I'm like I notice a lot of the programs they drop are like shred this drop this drop like it's just so like uh it's something that I want you to heal from the inside out like if you have a goal maybe that you want to hit in January this program can help you with that goal but it can also help with your mindset so that you approach it in a way that's like very compassionate to yourself but also in a way that's efficient like you will be able to get things done with the ways that we're going to be working through limiting beliefs and setting your goals and working on manifestation and all of that but working from like a spot from the inside out so it's going to be working on your relationship with yourself first and foremost so I'm really excited to drop it there's going to be yoga classes um, each week that you have access to. There's going to be breathwork techniques. We're going to do like EFT tapping. Like all of that stuff is going to be in there. So you're going to have a chance to almost explore all these things that maybe you've been interested in. Um, and then each week we're going to have a Zoom meeting. Again, you don't have to attend them, but there'll be four Zooms and they're going to be on Sundays. So you can jump on the Zoom and we can discuss the topics from the week. And I'm going to have some like little activities that we can do together. And there'll be like a short Zoom, but it's something that we can do as a community. And... With that being said, we'll also take on the challenge of like a habit menu where we can pick a habit and try to work on it for the month. It could be one or two habits. And then the other girls in the group are going to kind of like 
be your buddy, be your bestie. And we can like hold each other accountable with starting a habit or something that might have come up. So maybe something in this episode stuck out to you and you kind of want to work on it. You can join. It's 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 basically like a challenge. I'd say it's like a challenge, a program. It's just like a container that I'm gonna run for four weeks because I haven't done one on a bigger scale yet. I've been doing them on like small scales, so I figured why not open one up for like ten girls so we can all jump in it. Um, so I'm gonna be dropping it. If you're listening to this, it's gonna be on Monday. So you can check my Instagram page, Happy Holistic Hippie, and all the information will be there. But yeah, it's just like a small container that you can join. Um, it's like a one-time payment and you get to keep it forever. It's very affordable. It's not like a crazy number or anything. And again, you get to keep everything that's in it. You get all these resources to work on yourself. You get a group of girlies to hang out with. You can even put an anonymous name if you don't want to like keep your name in the chat. Like it's cool. You don't have to even take part in any of it. There's so many benefits to it. So that will be dropping today and we're going to start that on December 3rd. So you can join today, even though it's November 28th, like the enrollment opens. I'm going to keep it open until December 3rd, which is just next Sunday. And then we're going to do it for four weeks. So December 3rd to January 3rd is when it's going to run. And yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like I'm going to do it again. I just want to see how it works out with this group and we can maybe change the topics or whatever and run it again in the future. But um yeah, so that launches and then I'm going to have sales on my one-on-one coaching. So my one-on-one coaching, I'm going to have a sale where it's it's a six-month coaching program, but I'm only going to charge for four months. So you get two months free if you join um, during this week. And then I'm also going to have my guides on sale as well as my little holiday cookbook. So I'll drop all the links below. You can check out my Instagram for more information. But yeah, I'm so excited check out my page for more information on that. I don't want to talk your ear off about it, but thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day.